Hey friends, this is Shadima, also known as the Type A Hippie, and this is the Type A Hippie Podcast, Chicas episode 87. And I'm on with a new friend, Jen Ross. And I came across Jen and her work when I was doing some research with some friends, and I started reading about her, and I was like, she's kind of in the badass brigade, and I think I would like to be friends with her and definitely have her on the podcast. So Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So tell listeners in your own words who you are. Uh, yeah. So as you said, my name is Jen Ross. And um, I, you know, I guess if I were going to like give myself the titles, um, I'm a body-centered psychotherapist um, doing a lot of shamanic work. Um, and spiritual kind of teachings with my with my clients. I run an, a practice in uh, Boulder, Colorado, and then also I'm online. Awesome. So you said body-centered psychotherapist. Right. Can you kind of dig in? Because I, I would mm-hmm. imagine most people don't know what that is. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so body-centered really just means that we're doing therapy from a body oriented point of view or standpoint. So, you know, we have, um, things that get stuck in our bodies and oftentimes with therapy, we're focused on the brain and talking and, you know, trying to kind of quote, figure it out. And, um, the way I do therapy is not in that vein. It's, it's really through going into the system of the body and unwinding whatever trauma, um, you know, lineage trauma or chaos that exists in the body so that the body can, um, unlearn what it's learned. You know, our cells habituate to a certain way of being. And until we teach them a new way of being, they continue to habituate to that. So, you know, when people say, well, why do I keep doing that over and over and over and over and over again? My answer to that is that it's simple. Like the cells of your body are oriented to that way of being. And we have to retrain the cells of the body to orient to a new way of being if we want to actually start to do things differently. That's really cool. So that makes me think about trauma and kind of how trauma gets housed or imprinted right in the body. And so that's similar, correct? Yeah. I mean, trauma gets stored in the body and, um, we can do, I mean, I, you know, I personally have been on my own journey and did, all sorts of healing. And until I came to the body, it was like, you know, things just weren't really shifting. So, um, I mean, I'd make little shifts, but I mean, the really profound and deep shifts are when we, yes, look at the trauma that's stored in the body and unwind that. Sure. And so how do you incorporate or like, what does that look like in terms of, because I think when I was reading, um, also, um, that you incorporate spirituality, um, and spiritual mentorship. Is this all related to kind of the unique work that you do and, and people can connect with you both in person and online. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So, so friends, I will include all of 
Jen's contact information if this is something that seems like it's your next step in your own personal healing journey. So let's talk about spirituality, Jen. Yeah. Well, I have... I have been a spiritual being from conception. <laughs> I'm just yeah. laughing. Like, you know, it's so funny because I'm like, I, I had the sense you were going to ask me like a blueprinty question. And it's like so hard for me to answer the blueprinty questions because everyone's so unique. And that's really what like my biggest ride in this lifetime is all sure. about. But, um, you know, the spiritual piece for me is also really connected to soul and the body is really connected to soul. So the way that I see it, and that I've, you know, experienced it really is that our planet has a soul, you know, all beings have souls, um, trees have souls, like, you know, anything that, that, that is living has a soul, just like we have a soul. And then spirit is, um, not disconnected from us, but it, it's a different, it's like a different entity. It lives more, um, maybe in the, let's just say in the air or something like that, you know, it's a bridge, it's a bridge. And until we fully come into connection with soul, which is really the, the work that, that I, that I do with the body until we come into connection with soul, then it's very hard to connect to spirit actually truth, you know, like, um, on a really like in a really grounded way, you know, sure. we, can, we can bypass, we can go to spirit in, in kind of like a, Oh, you know, um, maybe like a, a guessing game way, but when we know our body and our soul, the connect to spirit is like, I know it, you know, it's, and, and, and as I'm saying that I have to tell your listeners, cause I know they're not going to see me like, you know, like I say to my clients all the time and I'll draw like a, a line from the top of my head down to like my pelvis area or my gut area, my belly. And I'll be like, do you know it? Do you sure. know it? You know, do you know it? Or do you know it? Like, and the second is like the brain. So it's like, um, until we know it in our bodies, that soul spirit connection can be a little, maybe just doesn't have like a bridge necessarily. Sure. Yeah. It sounds like what you're talking or speaking of is about like the integration of the parts or the pieces. Um, mm-hmm. Because a lot of times it does appear that people are not fully integrated and they have different pieces kind of almost like free falling. Right. And so. Right. It, the picture that you're painting in my mind, and this may be helpful to someone who's not looking at Jen's beautiful face is that like the pieces come together almost like a puzzle piece, but not that, you know, I mean, I guess so they, they come together and they fall into place so that the healing is, you know, and it's not a, it's a continual thing, right? It's a perpetual, like in perpetuity, we're always, it's a gift to be able to grow continuously and not be stagnant or rust on your laurels or on your ass if you want. <laughs> and just, yeah. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, oftentimes I have, like I had a client just yesterday say, oh, or the other day, say, oh, I'm, I'm just feeling so much more organized, you know? And a lot of what I do is help people tease apart stuff that feels confusing or makes them feel trapped or you know, makes them feel like they're kind of in constant 
chaotic fight or flight. So yeah, there's a, there's a spiritual organization too, you know, it's like if we can start to kind of like feel into how the universe works and how we're connected to that as a, as an embodied being, then um, there is, there is a level of integration that is, it's, um, can be very profound. Sure. So speaking of connection and community, I was thinking of how do people, once their healing has been facilitated, not that it's over, right? Because I don't think that that's yeah. kind of how it works. Yeah. How do people, what does the connection look like or how can it be different or more healthy compared to what it was when maybe prior to someone started their path? Yeah. I mean, I feel like, you know, the one line answer to that is that it's like a sense of ease, calm, and peace, you know? And I also just would add in like maybe a a slowness that doesn't have to look slow, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but just feels more slow, you know, like our, like we don't feel maybe that urgency or that rush mm-hmm. or that like, oh God, I don't want to get involved in that. The avoidance, you know? So I, f- I feel like, you know, it's like I've, I've, I used to do a lot of activism and I've moved out of that realm and into the realm of, um, you know, one-on-one work for so, 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 so many reasons. Um, and And for me, healing your own self and coming into integration and wholeness is all about like the planet and humanity and kind of how to be um, of service and whatever that looks like. It doesn't, that, that's, that's kind of a loaded, (laughs) a loaded phrase, you know, in whatever way that looks like, whether that means you're a householder and a, a parent, or it means you're someone, you know, in the community or it means you're globally doing things I, you know, everyone has their own unique path, but, um, I think it, what I can say like somatically, I think it feels like flow. I say that to my clients a lot of the times. It's like, um, feeling, feeling like we're in the, we're in the flow. We're, we're working with life as opposed to against life. Sure. Well, and that makes me think to you, about what you're saying, like a thoughtfulness, kind of this ease and flow, but a thoughtfulness and an intentionality around, you know, do I want to do this? Does this make sense for me? Do I want to add this into my life? Or is that not a wise choice for me right now? What, you know, instead of kind of just going with, like the keep, the work you do helps people get off the keeping up with the Joneses train, it sounds like, right? You know, really connecting with that intuition, that inner small voice or that, whatever you call that for you, but making making that connection. So yeah, go ahead. You know, there's like, I think when I hear that, I hear intuition. And then I also hear like um, something that I, I do with people always, which is teach them how to feel, the yes and the no in their bodies. 
so that we actually do have like this, we, we do have a built-in level of discernment, you know, <laughs> but yes, we do. Yeah. But, um, it can be really hard to access in our culture and, um, or impossible. And so learning that, like learning when our body says yes. And when our body says, says no is like, I mean, can just make, I'm sure as you might imagine, like profound changes and can really give us a sense of purpose and um, direction and clarity that um, what wasn't there before. So true. Yeah. So how do you, so I'll say this one thing and then I do have another question for you. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think about some people that I know um, that have been married and divorced, you know, mm -hmm. and some mm -hmm. of my friends have said, I knew. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. But at that point, right. Friends, like, let's be honest. So the invitations were already out and, yeah. you know, maybe people were even at the wedding. Right. Yes. So, you know, to be able to be bold and brave and say, so sorry, but this isn't, you know, what I should be doing compared to, you know, going through with it and on the back end, feeling that pain um, yeah. of ending a marriage, even if that's what you believe is the right thing to do. Um, so Jen, you are working with a lot of people that are going through a lot of different things and you're helping to assist them as they navigate life, right? Um, yeah. You're kind of a navigator with them and kind of walking alongside them in their journey and their path. So how do you self-care? Mm. Yeah. And, you know, I just want to also say one thing to what you were speaking to before, like people who are going through massive transitions and the bravery that it takes and the courage that it takes to like really listen to ourselves. I mean, we've all been there. We've all been in places yeah. where we have to listen to ourselves. So it's like, there's no shame in that. And also not to mention it's part of our journey. You know, that's, that's right. another thing that I think is so important to understand is that like all of those choices we make are part of our journey. They're part of our mythos, our own mythology. So it's like, that's right. It's yeah. It, this, this idea of like coming into deep knowing within oneself is just like, okay, so, so now let's do it now. You know, like we've all abandoned, our, we've all self-abandoned. Mm -hmm. Okay. So radical self-care. Yeah. Um, I, I move really slowly. And when I say slowly, I actually mean it looks slow. <laughs> um, and that's not something that I have to try and do. Um, it's just like part of kind of how I, it's, it's my pacing. It's part of how I move. Um, but I would say, you know, at, like in general, when I think of self, like how I self-care, it's really a deep listening to my own needs and my own body's needs. And like, even, it's like, I can even map what you were just saying onto self-care, you know, it's like, well, when we, it, do I wake up in the morning and go, okay, like I was going to go to the gym, but my body actually needs a hike. Mm-hmm do I sometimes go to the gym? Yeah, of course I do. But is, 
it more radically in self-care to go on a hike that day? Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's just like a, a checking in, you know, and a, and a, and a, and a knowing too, that if we do do, like, if I do go to the gym and not a hike, like that's okay too. That's part of radical self-care too, right? It's like, um, you know, learning how to put boundaries around like our own inner critic. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm. So anything else that you feel people should hear from you mm. or any other wisdom that you have to impart on <laughs> those that are listening? Wisdom bomb. I mean, you know, nothing really off the top of my head, I guess. The only thing that I might say is that this is such an interesting time that we're in right now. And I think so many of us are being called forward to do really deep healing work. And, um, I get that. Like, you know, yeah, I get that. It's like, how do we really navigate these times and our own self and our own self in relationship to these times? And um, I would just say that from my experience and knowledge, the more we can get in touch with our own sense of knowing and our own sense of yes and no and our own knowledge of, you know, how our body orients, maybe oriented prior and wants to orient now and be messy, <laughs> you know, transitions are messy. And we're, we're in a tr really transitional time right now. So great. I think part of it is just like accepting the mess. Yeah. 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 It's kind of like what you were saying is it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Right. It's really okay to be messy. You know, it's really okay to not follow the prescription. Like it's really, it's really okay. <laughs> right. Totally. Awesome. Well, Jen, thank you so much for being on. I really appreciate that. Um, We'll probably do a panel maybe with some other folks. So I'll invite you and if it makes sense and you're available, I'm crossing my fingers, um, then we'll make it happen. So thank you for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. All right. So let's read. I have a couple of stories um, pulled up from Humans of New York. And I think we're going to do... Um, We're going to do a couple stories from the series that they did in Kampala, Uganda. So let's see. So it appears to be a young woman and she's asked, do you remember the happiest moment of your life? One day I was sent home from my final exams because my mother had not been able to pay the registration fees on the way home. A man came up to me and asked what was wrong. Nothing, I told him. He asked me again, so I told him that I'd been sent home from school. He then gave me the money I needed to take my exams. I'd never seen him before, and I've never seen him again. 
Mm. I love that. Mm. And then, let's see. A young boy, I want to be an engineer, asked, what advice would you give other engineers? If you build a house that collapses, you're going to get arrested. So you need to keep using the pendulum to make sure that everything is straight. Also, your cement mix has to be strong. You also need to be careful with the builders that you hire, or they will steal the cement from you. What sort of building would you build? A factory that makes new books so that everyone can have new books for school. All of my books are old and have writing in them. That made me tear up. That's so sweet. I love that. There's so much wisdom in that. <laughs> so much. Um, I started to read these stories because I wanted to connect myself, but others to humanity. Like, mm -hmm. you know, we are our stories and it's really important to hear. You know, that's why I have people on that are amazing, like yourself, to mm -hmm. share just your little clip of life right now, you know? Um, and it can be helpful to so many people and we just don't know. So, so friends, Jen Ross, um, like I said, she does body centered psychotherapy. Um, and this is just kind of the beginning. Um, I'll likely have her on again. And yeah. if you are in need of her brand, um, of navigation right through the mess um please connect with her i will include her you know all of her information her contact information so whether you're in boulder or nearby or across the globe it's all good um i found out i have listeners all over the world and i was like that's, that's awesome uh, so she can also help you wherever you are um as long as you are a little willing. I don't even say all the way willing, <laughs> just <laughs> a little. Um, and it can take root. So thanks again, Jen. And yeah. so let's, we will close the way we always close. I honor the place within you where the entire universe resides. I honor the place within you of love, of light, of truth, of peace. I honor the place within you where when you are in that place in you and I am in that place in me, there's only one of us. So friends, thanks so much for your love and light, your support. Subscribe, share this episode with someone that can benefit. Have a gratitude-filled day. My name is Chidima, also known as the Type A Hippie. This is the Type A Hippie Podcast. She cast episode 87. Namaste.